0: Welcome once again to Leto's Law. Here's Steve Leto. This is an update to a story I did not so long ago involving that rare African mask in France. And it has to do with uh, if someone buys something from you that turns out to be extremely valuable and you didn't know it. Can you go back after them and say, I want some of that money that you just got selling that thing I used to own? So an elderly French couple has lost the rare African mask case worth millions, millions. So this is from the BBC. Ido Vock wrote this. A second-hand dealer has won a case to keep the 4.2 million euro proceeds from the sale of a rare African mask he found in an elderly French couple's attic. And by the way, I had a lot of people say, Steve, uh, the article kind of skips over the fact that that rare African mask might actually belong in Africa? And so that's another story altogether. I mean, I've been to the, you know, the British Museum and, and seen the Rosetta Stone, which is in London for some reason. Um, so he had been brought in to help clear the attic. So the couple calls the guy up and says, look, we've got a bunch of stuff in our attic we want to clean up. Some of it might be valuable. So they run across this mask. And uh, they agreed to sell it to him for 150 euros, 150 euros. It's about 165 bucks. Couple sued him now, arguing they had been misled about the item's value. The judge disagreed, saying that they had failed to appreciate the artwork's true worth. The rare mask made by the Fang people of Gabon is believed to be one of only about 10 in the world in existence. It would have been worn by members of a secret society in the tribe. Historians believe members traveled through villages searching for troublemakers, including suspected sorcerers. The 19th century wooden mask was probably acquired in unknown circumstances around 1917 by a French colonial governor who was related to the plaintiff in this case. So it's been in the family all that time until it was sold to the dealer and then it got resold at auction for quite a lot of money. The couple had gone to court to claim a share of the proceeds of that sale, alleging the dealer had misled them about the true value of the mask. Now, the dealer denied knowing that it was that valuable, but, and here's the other kicker, as I like to say, he had demonstrated goodwill by offering the couple 300,000 euros when he discovered that the mask was more valuable. He offered to give them 300,000 euros. They turned it down saying, we want more, because they heard that it might be you know, selling for millions. So his lawyer argued that the couple had failed to research the item's true value before selling it. And uh, he told French media, when you've got such an item at home, you should be a bit more curious before giving it up. The judge ruled in favor of the dealer and said the couple had failed to exercise due diligence in evaluating the historical and artistic value of the mask, but the 300,000 euro offer was rejected. And so after the plaintiff filed the suit, then the dealer withdrew the offer and said, fine, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to leave that on the table for you. So the lawyer for the couple said, the judge has created a precedent where you or I will now have to ask a professional before we then go see another professional. Well, a second opinion might not be bad. So... Gabon had separately requested that the sale of the mask be halted on the grounds that it rightfully belonged to the country. But the court rejected that argument. The West African country was a French colony at the time the mask was acquired by the family member of the plaintiff in this case. Tens of thousands of works of African art are held outside the continent. Most were removed during the colonial era, sometimes under disputed circumstances. And disputed circumstances is putting it nicely. Uh, the French president has previously called for the restitution Of African art. Uh, He said back in 2017, I cannot accept that a large part of the cultural heritage of several African countries is in France. And so here's the thing. Uh, This story doesn't mention it, but there were a few more facts here that I think played into this. And these are in the other story, the other versions of the story. And that is that the couple calls up a dealer and says, look, we got a bunch of old stuff in our attic. We want to go through, clean it out. and, And if you see anything that's valuable, we'll sell it to you. Right, and by the way, you assume the French art dealer is going to buy for a little bit less than he can sell it for, right? Because he's got to make a profit. So you know, if it's worth a million euros, you don't sell it to him for a million because then he can't he can't make a profit. So he's looking at this mask and he goes, "I think this mask is is worth something. Uh, I'll buy it from you." So they sell it to him for a couple hundred euros. And the weird thing is, is that he then took it to a couple people who are specialists in African masks. And the first couple of people he showed it to said, no, no, it's not worth that much. It's worth roughly what you paid for it. Or, you know, you you bought it at a good wholesale price, but it'll sell for a little bit more than that. And it wasn't until I think it was the third, at least the third entity that he showed it to goes, no, no, no. That's actually an extremely rare and obscure mask from this tribe. And it's worth a lot of money. And put it in the auction, it'll sell. And then, of course, it ran up to four point two million euros um so if he didn't know and the first person he showed it to didn't know and the second person he showed it to didn't know and then the third person he shows to does know do you really look at this guy and go he's in the wrong here because he was taking a flyer on it He, he he was taking a risk he may have been out his couple hundred euros when he found out that oh that thing's a piece of junk They sell those at tourist bazaars when you get off the boat on the cruise or whatever, you know. And we've all seen that junk that they sell in other countries to tourists. For all we know, this is some more junk. For all we know. And so if, if the guy who bought it had bought it for a couple hundred pounds and immediately turned around and flipped it, and approach somebody else and, hey, look, this thing's worth millions. Do you want to buy it from me? That would be a little different, a little different. I'm not saying necessarily it would change the case, but you can see why those facts would be different. And so that's really the key here, is the mental state of the parties, because this is actually, at its most basic, a contract case, okay? So the parties are standing up in an attic someplace in France, and there's a thing they're looking at, and... Buyer says, I will buy this from you for this much money. Sellers say, we agree to take that money in exchange for that thing we own. So the money goes this way, the mask goes this way. That's a contract for sale. Now, there are situations where, at least in common law jurisdictions, such as where we are, or in England, where if a party has knowledge that they know the other party would like to know but doesn't know, and they withhold that knowledge, that can constitute silent misrepresentation. That's not always a good cause of action because some states don't recognize it, but many states do. So if I know something and I don't tell it to you, especially when I'm the expert, you can be on the hook for that. You can but it's an extremely difficult thing to prove what's happening in somebody else's head. And that is always a problem. But like I said, I can invent facts just for a hypothetical where you would go, oh, that guy must have known the way these facts played out. And if he must have known and he knew and he didn't disclose and he took advantage of the ignorance of somebody who's not an expert like he is, there might be liability there might be. But in this case, the judge appears to have said, look, this is such an obscure thing. It doesn't look like the buyer even knew what it was. And you could have done this research yourself, but you didn't. And that's the price you pay. So I don't know if there's a lengthy appellate process available in France, (laughs) the way there is here in America. So, this might go up on appeal. I don't know. There's no mention of it in the article here. So, this could be the end of it or it might not be. We'll see. But Colin and Tim both sent that. Thanks a lot. From the BBC News, Ido Vock wrote it. Elderly French couple lose the rare African mask case worth millions of euros. Questions or comments, put them below. Otherwise, talk to you later. Bye bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. Thinking is one thing no one has ever been able to tax. Hmm.